Welcome to the Weight Loss for Fertility podcast. When you're trying to get pregnant, whether naturally or with the help of a fertility doctor, weight loss can better your chances of success. I'm Dr. Stephanie Fine, and I help you do just that. Let's go. Hello, fabulous. It's Dr. Stephanie Fine here with Weight Loss for Fertility. So happy to be with you today. And yesterday was the official unofficial end of the summer, Labor Day. Can you believe it? It's already over. It feels like it just barely started. How was your Labor Day? How was your summer? Did you do something fun, relaxing? Was there a lot of food? Were you able to eat the right amount for your body, for your hunger? You can if you practice using the hunger scale. It's a really good tool. It's episode number two. You can always go back to it. So we are transitioning to fall. Amazing. From summer to fall, there's always that, that it's that little fizzle in the air, right? You know, I just remember it so vividly as a kid because it was so exciting that school was starting. I always, I totally remember this. I would get a school outfit, you know, like for the fall, but it would be like a little sweater vest or, you know, pants like brown color. But in Southern California, it was still completely summer. The hottest actual months in Southern California are September, October. So I would want to wear my sweater vest in like 90 degree weather. Of course I did it. Uh, nothing was not going to let me wear my sweater vest. Anyway, just my musings. But the like the pencils and the new paper and the, it was so exciting, so motivating, like fresh start. That's what a transition can be. If we're going from one thing to another, we can really get excited. We can create a motivation for ourselves, a new beginning. New Year's day is like this. Your birthday could be like this. The end of a month, the end of a week, a day can be, you know, it just like from yesterday to today, we can create our own motivation and there is real hope there. And I'm going to talk to you today about how to get the most out of that. It's the best way to transition well. The best way is to be intentional about it. That's what creates the hope. We want to close out one chapter, open up a new one. And with that opening of the new chapter comes that hope, that well of motivation to sort of propel us, to give us a little extra boost. And sometimes that's all we need. So we're going to do that. We're going to use the example of summer ending, fall beginning. The main thing with intention, the, the, the reason that I'm using that word intention is because that's what makes a difference. It's the difference between just going on to the next day or creating that motivation that we want. So we have to be intentional about it. And another way to say intention is to choose, like a conscious choice. That's all attention is, is a deliberate choice, a decision that we make. Because when we make a decision, we're clearly defining what we want and what we don't want. And that's what we do around here. We make conscious choices about our life and about our food. And we need conscious choices about both because we need a very full life that we really enjoy before we can make food choices to only satisfy our physical hunger, right? We don't want to use food for anything but physical hunger. When we love our life, when we're not bored or we're okay with boredom, when we are doing something we love, when we feel satisfied in many parts of our life, we don't have to use food to soothe those areas or to answer those problems because food only solves hunger. It does not solve sadness. 
or loneliness or frustration. Okay, that's a little tangent, but in being intentional is about choice. And that's what we do around here. We make conscious choices about our food and our life. Okay, so there's a two-step process to create these conscious transitions, these intentional transitions. And we're doing this so that we get the most out of them, the most momentum, the most motivation. The The idea here is we're creating motivation where we want it, when we want it. We could do this anytime. We're using this transition to remind us of this, okay? There is two steps. Step one, reflect. Step two, look forward. That's it. But you need these two steps because you have to reflect on what just passed, make decisions about it, and then look forward and make decisions there too. That's the the short version. We're going to go into a little more detail. Okay. So step one is reflect. The things that we need to do with reflection to make this meaningful and to like basically put a period at the end of the sentence. That's what we're looking to do. So with reflection, we want to acknowledge what happened over whatever time period we're looking at, celebrate everything, everything, and then learn as much as possible. Okay. These are all really important steps, all of them. So we're going to use an example of this transitioning from summer to fall. And of course, we're going to look at weight loss. You can do this for anything, right? Any goal in mind, work, performance, learning a new skill like a guitar or anything, connecting with more people, you know, whatever your goal is, you can do this for that. You could do it for IVF cycles. What went well? How did it go? I want to celebrate all the successes and then I'm going to learn as much as possible. That puts a period at the end of that sentence. You can do this with any goal in mind, work performance, learning a new skill like guitar or you know any skill you want, connecting with more people, whatever your goal is. Here we're going to talk about weight loss because that's what we focus on here. So let's do that. We want to reflect on the last few months, okay? So let's say we're going to acknowledge, I lost three pounds when I wanted to lose 10. Okay, we're just stating facts. We're not judging it. We're not doing it. We're just saying, what are the facts? And the fact is, I'm just using, I'm making up an example. I lost three pounds when I wanted to lose 10. Okay. Now we're going to celebrate everything, everything about the last couple of months. So you're taking out your calendars and you're looking at it. The first thing we celebrate, of course, is the three pounds. That's right. We celebrate the three pounds. I know many of you think I can't possibly celebrate three pounds because I wanted 10 pounds. That's not how it works, my friends. I know we're taught that it is and our brains really want to do that. They want to be disappointed and upset. They want to say we didn't do anything and we're, you know, we're terrible at this and it's never going to work. We don't do that around here. The reason we don't do that around here is because it does not help us. It does not help. So we are going to acknowledge and celebrate three pounds down. Your goal was to lose weight and you did. You did lose weight. You lost three pounds. Now, I'm not going to say it was the 10 pounds, and that's fine. This is the part where we celebrate successes, and three pounds is weight loss. So we're celebrating it. And you can celebrate that anyway. I say a big yay for yourself, being proud, sitting in the moment, thinking, I weighed more than I weighed more before, and now I weigh less, and I'm really happy about that. I mean, you can go beyond that and, uh, you know, buy yourself a little something, take yourself to the ocean, to the park, to the, you know, have your partner give you a hug. I mean, there's many things. Of course, you're noticing that they're all non-food celebrations. We like to celebrate without food around here because they were training our brain that food is only for fuel and for satisfying hunger. Enjoyably, 
but that's the only thing we use it for. We don't use it to celebrate. We celebrate in other ways. We have a, another podcast on that too. I'm going to see if I can put that in the show notes. And if I don't have it, I'm going to do one. So we're celebrating. The other thing we can celebrate, like we're using this transition as, as an example, is we're looking at the couple of months and we're, we can look, oh, I traveled. Oh, I was so active, you know, coming out of COVID. It was so fun. I finally got to travel. I spent so much time with friends I haven't seen in such a long time. It was such a joy. I spent a lot of time in the water. I loved the long days. I got to read more books. So you're celebrating all the amazing things. Some of these things may have impacted your goal. They may have led to the three pounds versus 10, but we want to take the parts that we loved, that we want to repeat, that we're so happy we did. We're celebrating all of them. And just acknowledging them can be a celebration because you may have had a great time when you did it, which is awesome. Hope you did. But when we're closing a chapter and opening a new one, we want to squeeze all the juice we can out of it. What did we love? What did we enjoy? So these are the things that we want. Celebration is a very important aspect of this. Okay, so you've you've celebrated your three pounds. You've looked at your months and seen what was fantastic and that you loved and you celebrated it. And now we're gonna take that third step and reflect, which is learning, okay? And you can generally learn or be as specific as possible. Whenever you're specific, you actually get sort of like an action list, which is really helpful for the next part. So I, I like to get specific, but you can also generally say things. And, and we can, and I'm going to give you an example. We can learn from things that went well and things that didn't, okay? So for example, you could say, I noticed it was easy to lose weight or at least not gain weight on the trip to a major city. Chicago, Paris, whatever. I was moving a lot and it felt easy to move a lot and the portions were smaller at the places I was and it felt totally fine. And so when you are thinking about this and why it worked out that way, you can then maybe decide to incorporate that in the next step. Maybe I'll walk more. Maybe I will not use the car as much. Maybe I will give myself smaller portions. You know, there's when we're looking, we can see why things happened and then we can decide to incorporate them in our lives now. So trip was a success. What made it so? And what can I bring home and do now? That's one learning. You can also say, I noticed that I overate every time we had friends over. When the wine is flowing and my partner makes barbecue, it just feels like I'm on vacation and I let everything go. That's so important to know. That's sort of that diet mentality of all or nothing. And we really want to see if we can find a happy medium, find a place where we're enjoying ourselves, but we don't eat past full and we're not uncomfortable and we don't beat ourselves up afterwards. So there's a lot of places in there that we can make changes if we wanted to. And so it's something to acknowledge when we're looking back over the past couple of months, summer, as in our example here. You might need help with this learning piece. And that's where like a coach can come in. You could talk to a friend and you guys can, can work it out there to make decisions, write ideas, you know, together. But that's something that I do with my clients for sure. We mine for gold. That's what I do with my clients. We mine for gold in all the experiences they're having with food. And that way we can learn how each person is going to be able to tweak things so it works for their lifestyle and their goal of weight loss. 
So the learning piece is really important. You absolutely can do it on your own. You can do it with help. You can do it with a friend. A couple of different ways of doing it. When we've done the acknowledging, the celebrating, and the learning, then we can close the chapter on, in this case, summer or the month or the year or however, whichever way you're creating motivation, whichever time period you're using. We've acknowledged, we've celebrated, and we've learned. Excellent. Period. End of sentence. Fantastic. Now we get to flip the page, right? Now we're going to step two. Now you can get a lot out of just reflecting on step one. Really, step two is what makes the magic happen. And step two is looking forward. We look forward so that we can capitalize on the natural hope and motivation of a new beginning. That's that sharp, new sharpened pencils and fresh paper. That feeling of hope that comes with something new. Like I'm, I'm motivated. I'm going to try. This is a plan that I'm excited about. That's how we're creating the motivation. And this is a natural place to do that between seasons here at summer and fall. But again, remember, you can do it anywhere at the end of a week, at the end of a day, at the end of a month, at the end of a year. So we're looking forward so that we are creating this motivation, this hope. And we, what we want to do is feel it. We want to feel it in our bodies, that feeling of hope. Can you feel it? I, I, when I think of fresh paper as a kid, I can easily tap into it. And from that feeling, we want to create the intention, the goal, the, the thing we're aiming for in the next season or a week or a month or whatever amount of time we're, we're deciding. In this case, we're going to talk about fall. And then after we have felt the motivation and from that energy, we have created our goal or the thing we're aiming for, then we create a plan for us to get there. And that those are the three steps for step two. And the plan is based on the things that we've learned from the first step, reflecting. And so it'll sort of naturally flow. You can also look at your calendar for, like in this case, we're looking at fall, and you can see places that might be tricky. And you can make a specific plan for that. So generally, what is it you want for yourself in the next months? You can decide on something intentionally. It can be big, like a certain number of pounds, or it can be, I want to enjoy dinner parties without regret. We want to balance the hope and reality. We want a juicy vision of what we can accomplish and how we want to feel by the time like Thanksgiving rolls around. So we want dreams and then we want to bring it down to earth with a plan. We want that hope and we want our feet on the ground. And so you're getting out your calendar, you're looking for the tricky spots and you look for them with your goal in mind. How will you need to plan for them for success? And then you can think, where will I need extra support? Because that may be what you need. So maybe you don't, you want your partner to make a certain dish is easier for you. It's just as delicious, but you don't go overboard with it. Or you're going to plan not to be super hungry for the dinner party. Or you're going to use the smaller plates. Or, you know, so I, I'm just coming up with all the different reasons. But these are things you can try. These are plans you can have. And then you tweak them. You try a dinner party and see how it goes. And then you tweak further from there. But you have to look ahead and decide where you're going to make the changes that you want to make, what will be necessary. And you may need extra support from your partner, your mom, your coworker, your food delivery, new running shoes. You know, like when you're looking ahead, you're going to know what you need. And this is the time to sort of make a list or make a plan for yourself. You can get help with this piece too. Coaching really helps here, but so can a friend, uh, accountability buddy, anyone like that 
could be really helpful here. I highly recommend getting support here because coming up with a plan, what we don't want is a plan that is impossible. Or like, I don't want you to set yourself up. What we're looking here for here is a realistic plan that feels doable to you. And when you have that in place, you're on your way. Now, when it comes to weight loss, I also have a great starting point for you. It's the hunger scale, logging your food, because what you're doing there is being aware of what you're actually eating and then planning. So that's episodes two, three, and nine. It's a great place to start. If you have no idea, if your goal is weight loss for the for fall or the next season or the next chunk of time that you're doing this transition, you could definitely start there. This podcast, episode two, three, and nine will get you started. So that's it. The essential recap is here. Step one, reflect, including acknowledge, celebrate, and learn. And step two is look ahead, feel the hope, set the goal, and create a plan to achieve it. You can use this process for any transition. And it's so valuable. That's how you can, you can give yourself a little boost, a little energy boost with this motivation. Fresh starts are so fun. And that hope is really helpful for getting us into our plan, making a plan, and then going forward. And then a little support to keep us going, keep us sticking to the plan when it feels a little older or tired. That's where it's a really good idea to have someone to connect with, someone in your family, in your friend sphere, or a coach like me. I would love to work with you. As always, you can find me on stephaniefinemd.com. There's a lose weight with me button there. You just press it. So try this week as we leave the summer behind and move into fall to have an intention and a goal for yourself. You can do this. Use that excitement and go for a goal that you want. And if it's weight loss, you're in the right place. I'm sending you so much love. Until next week. If you follow, share, rate and review this podcast, you'll be helping it reach others just like you and making their journey with weight loss and fertility just a bit easier. Lighten their load. Share in your groups and social media. Thank you, fabulous. Fabulous.